wizard, Harry. Ah! Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die! We know each other. He's a friend from work. Why? You can fight. Welcome to the When Harry Met Movies Podcast. Welcome to the Harry Met Movies Podcast. My name is Harry, my dad, dad. Hi, how are you? Good. And what's today's film then? Drop Dead Fred. Yes. So, listeners, our podcast is where I introduce Harry to films from my childhood and we review them together using a variety of topics. Yeah. And this week's film, as you said, is 1991's Drop Dead Fred. Yeah. So... Do you want me to tell you the story? Yes. I am here to tell the story. And I am here for the food. This is a bit to the newer listeners, which hopefully we might have some, where Harry gives me a couple of sentences, anywhere up to five, to recap the story, and I do my best to do it. It's never a perfect recap, and Harry always picks me up on anything I've massively missed out, but um, just give you a rough idea if you've never seen the film. Um, Ideally, we prefer to have seen the film. Because um, we may spoil. So, two lines. Two lines. That was nice and last recording, but not now. So, Elizabeth is a, probably in her 20s, I would say. She's meant to be, you wouldn't have any clue because you're useless with people's ages when they get older. Oh, man. Um, who. True, when, when she grew up, I'd imagine a friend called Drop Dead Fred. As an adult, Drop Dead Fred comes back into her life and I want to explain it almost and makes her see herself as, as an important person, essentially, yeah. doesn't it? That's pretty much the plot, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, you've only given me two sentences, so you can't really pick me apart for not getting the plot 100% accurate with two sentences. If it could only be doing two sentences, it wouldn't be much of a film, would it? If it was going to tell you everything that happens in the film. True. So, so there. Um, <laughs> the next bit we always do, and this is naturally Harry's favourite part. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Can you handle is, the truth? It's called, Can You Handle the Truth? This is where I will give free facts or free pieces of information about the film. Yes. And Harry has to tell me which one isn't the truth. Oh. Um, I always he, he always doesn't like the fact that I twist the truth. Twist one of the truths usually. So, first fact is there was a lot of additional casting for this. So, instead of Rick Mail as Drop Dead Fred, Robin oh. Williams was consider wanted they considered him for Robin Williams as in Hook, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh. And, and the reason he didn't do it was because of Hook, but also that no, the guy that Elizabeth like who likes Elizabeth like her friend, not Hook. Oh yeah. Um, Mickey, I think his name is. Yeah, Mickey. Uh huh. Um. There was Michael J. Fox 
from Back to the Future was going to be him at one point. Oh, um, Keanu Reeves as in Bill, I know, Ted from Bill and Ted. Oh, yeah. On the Matrix. He was going to be him. And also Josh Brolin, which you might not know the name, but he was in, he's the older brother in the Goonies. And he's also oh, Thanos yeah. in Avengers. Thanos, if Thanos, oh my God. Um, so he, he was, they were all considered for the role. Yeah, no, it's quite interesting because all three of them at the time would have been reasonably famous, yeah, no. and the person who is playing it isn't as famous. But there you go. Yeah, you know now every time I look at Jack Nicholson, I'm gonna see the actor which plays um, Thanos now. I'm just gonna see a purple person. Okay. The next truth yeah. is there was an alternative ending where instead of the bit of the end where Mickey's little daughter, Mickey's daughter, and dropped a thread to capture the nanny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, is where Elizabeth is talk is telling her a story, and she does some. She tells them about something that she's done in the day, and she says, well, "Why did you do that?" And she says, "The drop dead Fred told me to do it." And as she goes out the room, she looks back, and the little girl's looking at a pop up book, and there's like an animated version of drop dead Fred in the book. Yeah. Okay. So that was the alternative ending to the ending that happened. And the third fact is that the film was actually really successful. And because of this, a sequel was wrote. And initially, Rick Mail was going to come back for it, but he wasn't a fan of the sequel that he wrote. And they went to Jim Carrey, who we probably will do some of his films at some point. Um, he's a bit zany like Rick Mail was. But he then got, because of the delays of his script and stuff, he then got signed on to do what was his big break, which was Ace Ventura. I don't know what a film is. Um, and The Mask. Which I don't know. The Mask is. is probably a film we all probably do. Is it a horror film? No, no. Okay, good. I don't like horror films, they're spooky. So, which one do you think is not the truth? Which one can you not handle? The second one. I told you ending. No, that was actually. What, what happened is they showed it to. They filmed it and they showed it to test screens and people didn't like the fact you didn't see Fred again. It was only an animated version because then it kind of made out like Fred had actually died. They dropped their So they like they wanted to, they wanted to see him on screen, so they yeah. filmed the other one. The yeah. one that isn't the truth is the last one. The film wasn't very successful at all. Wasn't it? Um, they did write a sequel, and that bit was is true. But the film wasn't successful, um, and which was surprised a lot of people because Rick Mail yeah. had. A massive fan base in England, Australia, the UK, um, New Zealand, places like that. But he just didn't translate the same over into America, I guess. Today's episode is sponsored by Newsly. Newsly is an audio app for iOS and, audio and Android. Today's episode is sponsored by Newsly. Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web and any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. The first time in the history of the internet, the web is all there for you to be listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topics as... as you can follow any topics from sports, science to Bitcoin and even movies and the Kardashians. It, it will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. Harry's laughing. 
Up the Kardashians. They also have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our, po- our podcast, When Harry Met Movies, is there too. Well, I started using it as my default podcast app and it does it does make life a little bit easier having them all there for you. So download and use Newsly for free from www.newsly.me or follow the link in the description on this on this podcast. There's also a promo code, Harry Movies, which is also in the link, that if you add to the pot Also use promo code Harry Movies that is also in the description and receive one month free premium subscription when using this. This app is absolutely brilliant. Um me and Harry have downloaded it. Yeah. Um, Harry's already been reading articles with it and those of you who don't know is Harry's got dyslexia, so articles like this help him. Um, for those who don't know, Harry's got dyslexia, so dyslexia. apps like this help him read articles that he usually wouldn't have access to. So this is a this is an app, but this podcast yeah. can support quite yeah, quite so happily because I can keep up all the video game content like Harry Potter video game, or just straight from the app. So. Download it today. Thanks very much. Hope you enjoy the episode. Bye. Um, Is this a question? What's the most shocking scene? Is that a question? No. Okay, I've got a... Wait, go on, answer it then. Okay, is it, is my, in the very beginning you see the, the main character, Younger, and her mother's reading her story, and then she's like, how do you know if she, this happened? Because... I used to, and she's like, that's a power of something like that. And that just made... She said that's a crack of shit or something like that. Yeah, and I never really swear, but I literally was laughing my head off. Because this it's is, little girl, isn't it? She, she must be, looks, what, six and tops? She, yeah, not even she that, maybe really, four or five. like, innocent and rich, so you don't expect her. And then just hearing those words come out of your mouth, like, that can't even help me. Like, remember when I was just sat there and I was laughing my little head off. <laughs> this film did make me laugh. So, that kind of leads us in it, so let's grab a question and see where this film takes us. Um, Favourite bit of music, there isn't really any major music in this, so we'll scrap that one question. Sorry if you can hear a washing machine, it never shuts up. So here you go, what was the funniest moment in the film? Oh, that's impossible. It's short, I've shut it properly. So go on, what's the funniest moment in the um, film? You go first. Oh, I think there's a lot. Um, a lot of the stuff, with, it's just Fred, isn't it? He's funny. Um, that bit we get, you were talking about, the bit with... Um, I quite like the bit where he goes to a party and he's dressed as... Yeah. And he's put his hair off and he's got a suit on and stuff. Yeah. I do like it. Or I've the bit where... She goes, as an adult, she goes to see a friend who's like a businesswoman and she comes out of the office to talk to her and there's like a meeting and Fred's in the, Fred takes her seat in the off, in the meeting but no, obviously no one else can see him but he's, he's mimicking what the guys are all doing and acting like he's a yeah. businessman and it's just, I think it's quite funny. I've got three favourite scenes. 
Come. My first one is the, when they when the Fred first gets to, you know the scene where they make the mud pie and that's when Fred gets you know stuck in the box. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite scenes. And then there's a scene where then he first and he goes outside. So I have got like the new carpet. That scene made me laugh. Oh, where he gets yeah. dog muck and he wipes it all over the carpet. And then the boat scene. I love the boat scene. That oh no, it's that scene or the. It's that scene or the um the office scene. There's two or oh, oh there's so many. It's it's funny film, isn't it? Hey. Yeah. Or oh, oh, I think I've got it. The scene where he's in like the the like restaurant and he's like pulling curls and making a do like that. That seems so fun. I do think some they can't that question the possible answer for me. So the next question is is there a place you'd like to visit in the film? Yeah, nothing stands out, if I'm being honest. No. Okay. Quite as go on a houseboat, but yeah, he sinks it. That's yeah. actually apparently a real... Someone does actually live on that boat. It's, it's a genuine boat that people live. Did they sink it? No. God. But you just kind of, just kind of going off on a tangent off your first question. This is a funny film, and I think... This is because this works because of Rick Mail. I love Robin Williams, as you know. Yeah, he was part of Play Peace, wasn't he? You Hang on, let me finish for yeah. a But Robin Williams would have been brilliant in this, but Rick Mail had something slightly different. Rick yeah. Mail's humour is a little bit more dangerous. Yeah. Like, Robin Williams is like. He can come up with things on the spot and it's very funny. I'm not saying Rick Mayo doesn't, and I imagine yeah. a lot of this he did. Yeah. Um, but Rick Mayo is almost. He's funny in it, but he's also a little bit dangerous with his humour. Like, you know, he's he breaks a window open and yeah. puts a, and, and lets the girl cry him out of it. Um, you know, he dresses her up as a burglar and they ransack the house. Yeah. So as much as what they're doing is funny. It's also quite like he, he is making an absolute for trash in my house and he knows this girl gets in trouble but, but he still does it. Yeah. But she enjoys it so I think that's what the whole point is that he's he's friend. making her happy and yeah. that's what he's there for. Um but yes, he was meant to he was originally cast as Peeves in Harry Potter. If you listen to all these recent episodes on where we with Belated Zach from Belated Binge podcast. Oh. And we talked about Peeves' scenes being cut from Harry Potter. They actually did film some scenes. Yeah, yeah. But they they filmed scenes. But as um, Zach mentioned, apparently the cast couldn't keep a straight face. Yeah. And now you've seen this film. Because yeah. I said at the time, didn't I? This is the reason why he was... I, be, I honestly believe this is part of the reason he was cast. Don't get me wrong, there's a big gap. It's like nine years. But in England, this is what Rick Mail is. He's this zany, over-the-top comedian. And when you read the books, Peeves was that character. Yeah. And now you've seen Drop Dead Fred, and you've and you've listened to the books. Can you can you see yeah. how he would be a brilliant Peeves? Because I, I always get the impression of Peeves is that he's like George and Fred, times a hundred. Yeah, I wish the reason I wish this they added to put him as Peeves is because in the, for the phone George is going to the flying officer. Give give you help, Peeves. I would love to see that on the film. Also, like the end battle when he drops stuff on the Death Eaters, I would love to see that. But I feel like the end battle of Harry Potter is too bush. But yeah, so well, I think he would have been fantastic, Peeves, and I think this film works because of him, because at the same time, 
as much as he is zany and he's, he's like I said he gets her into a lot of trouble he clearly cares about her yeah because there's bits where he as a there's a child yeah. he hugs her and looks after her there's a scene with where a mum and dad are arguing and he's kind of like supporting her through it or when she's scared when they when well they pretend they're burglars and they're outside yeah and he's in the in the bushes with her and he gives her he like hugs her and stuff yeah and you can see the whole point is that he and at the end of the day he comes into this and he as an adult the problem is that basically when her dad disappears when her dad leaves and then fred gets locked in a box she basically does everything her mum wants her to do and becomes like a beaten woman doesn't she, she comes like a she's got no confidence no free will yeah and fred comes into her life and basically says and like she's got a she's with a fellow who doesn't treat her very well and she's obsessed with him even though he's being mean to her and he's got other women but at the end he cheats on her yeah and fred kind of turns that around in her head doesn't he and sort of says no you're worth while sort of thing yeah and all i do like the ending where she has to have these tablets and then like this film takes a twist which i did not see Gone. Basically, this, you think this one's all a comedy, but she has to tap it to nutrient part of her brain to kill Fred, basically. And then she just, as soon as you thoughts goes into Fred, and then you just have this matrix type of like ending where they're just inside her mind, you just grow stuff out of nowhere, and it's like, what just happened? A minute ago, Fred was like, made her food turn into a mud pie. And now that that one in her mind doing a matrix thing, it's something I'm like happy to start very quick. I almost think it's a little bit of a, I don't know, maybe it's just me reading into this in a weird way, yeah. but um, the film is a little bit of a comment on mental health as well. Yeah, I think In this it is. fact that she's treated like she's different because she's got this imaginary yeah. friend and their solution is to give her tablets to get rid of it. Which is? Um, which could be... Don't it could be another way of saying actually all these kids are just might have ADHD or might have something like that and actually this stops them because the tablets aren't they're not giving her tablets to help her like mental health because she's struggling to do day-to-day stuff they're giving her tablets to stop the imaginary friend as such yeah and the, the idea is they almost subdue her yeah Still saying, if you really, if 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 you have if you have stuff like this, don't go tell it. Like, there's something really bad. Like, if you're hurting yourself, go seek help. But yeah. it's just this, and some say, oh, have like you don't refuse. Like, obviously, you got ADHD and you take yes. tablets, and you have to take them for school to help you concentrate. Yes. But at the weekend, I don't want I'm a different person, basically. No, you're not. You're still the same person in school, but, but you, it just helps you with your focus. Yeah. Which is important in school. And yeah. The fact that you're doing so well in school is a thank you. Is a good indication that it works. But yeah. then it also we also allow you to have that bit of freedom, like because at other times, like for instance, so for the listeners, we went to Wales Comic Con yesterday. Not sure when this episode will come out. It might not come out no. directly, but um, sure. So usually in a busy crowd of situation, Harry really struggles. But actually at Comic Con, he doesn't. <laughs> he has a, he has a little moment uh. yesterday, but that's because he lost his wallet, and a lot of people get stressed when they lose their wallet. Um. I don't I got stressed when, I, when I've lost my wallet. Everyone gets stressed when you lose your wallet yeah. and stuff like that. Because you panic, because you worry. But right. that's a normal thing to do. That has nothing to do with the fact you've got ADHD. No, I'm just stressed. Um, 
you should see people when they think they've lost their phone and they, they think they've lost it for like 30 seconds and you, you see them go, <laughs> and they're tapping all over pockets and they're looking around and rumm- rummaging in the bank and the phone is usually on the side somewhere. So, it's there. It's so not you know, there. you were worried it's the first time you've lost something. It's, you know, it happened. It's um, not clever, but... But yeah, yes. what we're kind of saying is that it's... If you have got mental health, it's not necessarily a bad thing, is it? No. Everyone I, is their own person I and have, that's okay. I think I have bad mental health sometimes, I do. You do, but... I know how to deal with it now. Yep. Well, yeah. Do you think this episode one, do you think it's a plural belief? I'm not sure yet. Do you think it'll be released on my birthday week or? No, I think this might come after. I think it might be mm-hmm. a few weeks yet. Um, because we've got... I was wondering when we need to pick a special film for your birthday. Because your birthday is on the Saturday and we'll be released on the Friday, so it'd be quite a good one to release it. I'm not sure yet. It'll be a film I'll have to pick today and we'll watch tonight. Yeah. So, least favourite scene is you've got a least favourite scene. No. Anyways. No. I'm trying to think. There is none, which is my least favourite. No, um, no, not really. I, I, it's a good, it's a very, it's a good film, isn't it? It's enjoyable, I think. I think, I think what film made me think this film was not going to take is the third I've ever seen. Like, you don't expect this wholesome looking girl with a rich mother, like, to swear. Kind of, there you go. If they made a sequel, what would it be? The little girl. Yeah, but... At, at the end. Um, at the end, basically, she's terrorising this babysitter, and basically, she goes out, and then... She said it's Fred, but it, it is because basically she no one else can see her. But basically she gets like trapped, and she, the um, the main character sees like the fingers her, and knows that's dropped her friend, didn't get. Yeah, I don't think we touched on that. Obviously, dropped her friend is her imaginary friend, and no one can see him. Except for me. I know that's like kind of an obvious thing. So even though Elizabeth. Basically, the point bit where she's taking these tablets and it, it's subduing Fred, and then she kind of goes into her own mind, doesn't she? And Fred's there, and Fred makes her overcome all her fears. Yeah. Um, and she's, she comes back to the real world, but Fred can't come back. Yeah. And I think part of it is the tablets, but I think part of it is because she doesn't she doesn't need him anymore. No, I don't think I don't think it was the tablet. Cause yeah, I think it it's, wasn't the tablets because you see the tablet on the phone. Yeah, because. So at that point you're not quite sure why, but I think it's because the idea is because she doesn't need him anymore. Yeah. Um, so then he becomes, so there's this guy that she, that's liked her throughout the film and he's got a little daughter and she has got, she and at the end you see that she's got an imaginary friend and it's Fred, but Elizabeth can't see him, but she knows it's Fred because yeah. she always does like this pinky promise thing. Yeah. I also, I want to mention a scene where basically... Mention what you want, mate. It's your podcast. Uh, yeah, true. Well, I don't do a lot of things. I'm just here for those. I do the technical stuff. You do the, you do the interesting stuff. Yeah, basically, yeah. Basically, there's a scene where they're in, like, a ho- not the hospital. I don't know what it is, the hospital. I don't know. They're in, like, this place. Oh, the doctor's place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you, and you just have a scene gonna talk about these imaginary yeah. friends. And, like, you almost just, like, by this pinky something. And then you're on the stage, you just see, like, fairy-looking ones come... Yeah, um, basically, there's all the guess of this doctor's because she's got an imaginary friend, and there's all these kids there because it's usually kids with imaginary friends, and they've um, and when Fred turns up, he realizes that all these kids have actually got imaginary friends and they're all actually his friends, and they've all got like weird names like Velcro head and stuff like that. And so, and they mention like you don't let out the green cabbage. Do you remember? So I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. 
Like, yeah, the ta- they know about the tablets. The tablets will get rid of him. Yeah. But um, Fred comes across as almost like the leader of them all, doesn't he? Like the one, yeah. that, like the cool guy that they all yeah. love. I guess he kind of is. He does like just stomp on it. Like, not it's not a question of a pot, but would, would you like Fred as your imaginary friend? No, he would drive me insane. He would absolutely drive me insane. Why? Because I'd be like, Fred, I just want to sleep, so shut up. Because <laughs> I'm a weird person. If you wake me up early, I will kick you. I I like my sleep on the weekends. <laughs> I'm not. I like. I hate waking up to my alarm because it, sometimes she like she first at my Alexa. She first time, she, sometimes she listens to my voice. Sometimes it takes ten, like, two goes you want to listen. I always jank out the wire on the back of her because I'm just like, shut up. I know I'm awake. I'm awake. Yeah. I get annoyed on my life. The question we died was, um, do you think there should be a sequel? Obviously, there was a sequel wrote originally, apparently, when they wrote the original and they filmed it, apparently producers came back and said, can Rick Mail change his voice because it's too... Because he's, he's English, obviously, but it's also, it's not like the obvious English accent. It's not like a, a London accent or anything yeah. like that. It's just his natural accent. And he just turned around and said, no. Rick Mayo just like, no, this is me. This, this is-, is me. <laughs> As I've said to you a few times, Rick Mayo, um, when we did the other podcast, yeah. the Harry Potter one, and we are talking about it, yeah. um, Rick Mayo's done... Yeah. Roll. There's a TV program in England. So uh, apologies to American listeners. Um, called Jack and Ori, where it's it's actually now changed to a bedtime story, yeah. and it's usually on about ten to seven for kids, and it's usually a famous person, and they read a story, and kids listen to it. So it's had lots of famous people now. It's had like Tom Hardy. It's had um. Is Tom Hardy Spider-Man? No, he's Venom. Oh. Um, Very interesting person to pick, but okay. It's had, it's had loads of yeah. like famous celebrities. Yeah. Um, David Beckham's done one. It's, um, Who's David Beckham's? Foot, David Beckham is a footballer. Oh, um, explains why I don't know him. Um, it's had, probably going to hate me. It's had a couple of the royal family, I think, do it and stuff like that. So it's had a lot of... But, um, I think I would enjoy it. You used to watch the bedtime story. It's on after the night, in the night garden. Oh, I used to love Into Night Garden. I used to hate it. No, um, how? Because it's got continuity issues. But that's a whole different co- tangent. What's continuity issues? So, like, Macapaka in it. Macapaka, yeah. Macapaka. Yeah, is tiny, right? When he's in the forest, he's tiny, yeah, and everything's bigger than him. But when he gets into the dinky donk or whatever it's called, with oh, Iggle Piggle and oh, <laughs> Upsy Daisy, he's the same size as them. But they're bigger than him when he's in the forest, so it's just like a. That's, there's no continuity there. Dad, this is a cartoon show. This is a kids' cartoon show. <laughs> I know, I just got issues with it. But anyway. I used to love So anyway, but, uh, Rick, Mayo, Rick Mayo used to do this, and he did um, Roald Dolls, George's Marvelous Medicine. And I don't, do you ever remember when I used to read it to you? I used to do a voice for. Yeah, you used to do them anymore, which is sad. I, I used to do a voice for um, his, his nan. Yeah. That's that's where that voice comes from from Rick Mail, doing it. Read that book. You're doing the voice of that. Okay. Um, Pinky promise. Yes. You're making the unbreakable arms. You can't um, stop that. But yeah, but <laughs> I I think Rick Mail was brilliant in this, and originally he was going to do a sequel. I'd be like you say the obvious thing is for the for the next little girl, isn't it? Um. But I think there's always been talk about sequels. 
um, a few different comedians and stuff. Obviously, Rick Mayer's passed away now, so he wouldn't be able to do it. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. But it's one of those films where I don't think they need to do it now. It's been too long. Yeah. It's a really good concept, though, isn't it? That he's, she's got an imaginary friend, <laughs> and this imaginary friend does all this stuff. What are you laughing at? We just want an argument about my car. <laughs> we didn't have an argument about Night Garden. You disagree with the fact that Night Garden. It's a kid's cartoon for little baby or so. Yeah. It's not meant for you. I don't know anymore. I don't know a lot right now because it's going on. Yeah! And like I say, I just think in the night gardens. Oh my god! Now we should like now we should make a spin-off episode called Things Wrong with Kids Cartoons. Maybe see if we can get any um, guests on about that. Dipsy. Uh, daisy. About kids' cartoons, I don't think anyone will want to come on and talk about In the Night Garden. No, it's an internet well, There's a lot of cartoons with, with problems. And oh, I, I could I could go into a whole spin-off. Yeah, of... like Teletubbies, they're creepy. No, just like there's loads of problems in ca- cartoons that are way more popular than that. Well, Mr. Transformers. Mr. Makel's a good show. You've got to make me that. Mr. Makel's a great show. It's poor man's heart attack. Mm-hmm. There was a TV, there was a cartoon when I grew up called Arse Attack, yeah. which was a bit like Mr. Makeup, but it was, um, yeah. this guy would teach people how to draw and stuff like that yeah. and, and make things, but also he'd do this big art where he'd make a massive thing that'd be like on a field and it'd be done from above so you could see it and he'd be making it out of sand or paper you should, or you anything. watch it. It doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. Well, you can probably find it We've gone it on such that. a tangent on this podcast. Yeah, we can probably find it online. Can't Probably, we? yeah. This is like 26 minutes long of double audio. <laughs> yeah, people are people probably not going to listen to our podcast anymore because we just sort of like... What did you like best about the movie? Everything. I just enjoyed the film. Um, it's, it's funny, really yeah. funny. And like you say, it's aimed... Towards all age because it's about an imagined friend or a kid, you kind of also assume it's a children's film. It isn't, there's some jokes, but it's film. I would say it's more age at kids your age. There's some jokes and stuff um, which I'm not going to mention, but I also think so. I think that makes it with humour. Um, oh. well, this, this next question that you just handed me is it links to this. Who do you think this film is? aimed at so there you go it's aimed at that sort of age group yeah. I would say it's yeah, a perfect it's, age group you are for yeah. this film um, some jokes so I think the comedy of this is it's, key it's I think it's actually got a really good mis- message that don't let people essentially what he's trying to do is make her live her life her way yeah. don't don't let people boss you around woman. and then do what you want in your life your the other life. thing I think that makes this film work is yeah. him yeah. I think Rick Mayall, like I said, there's little moments in the film, I can't think exactly of them, um, where the sentiment between him and her, and he, as much as he does everything he does, he, it's like he's always trying to get her in yeah. trouble. 
he clearly actually also cares about her. Yeah. Because everything he does tries to make her happy. Yeah. And when she's a little girl, she's always laughing when she's with him. As if on cue, Oliver just laughs and then back around. They used to, like, they used to have a hand. So what? I thought, I learned that, like, Josh G and what they used to do in Nightcrawler and then they rubbed their hands. Well, it's his film's yeah. legacy. This is usually where I talk about whether it's a spin-off and stuff. There but we've already covered about that, but it never was. And it was like I said, there was always talk about it. I think it's one of those films yeah. that people were surprised wasn't. Yeah. What happened? Like, how many costumes left, Dad? That one's favourite villain, but I wouldn't really say it's a direct villain in the film. The mother. Oh yeah, we haven't really touched on the mother. She's she's not nice. Yeah, she's a jerk. But then. She, it's almost like she blames the daughter for the husband leaving, but that just relationship just didn't work. Um, and she blame, it's like she blames her, so therefore she just cuts herself off emotionally from the daughter. Yeah, she does. How many questions left? Oh, Dad, are we doing? Do you say? think the film has a message? Yeah, I've kind of touched on that. Don't let people boss you around. Yeah, but I also think it's about just being you. Do this is me. Because the lad that she ends up with at the end says he likes her because she, because she was always made him happy and always just yeah. did whatever she wanted. Yeah. What's your favourite outfit in the film? Outfit? I like two things. I like the one where he pretend, makes them all strophy jumpers like burglars. Yeah. And I also like the fact when he's dressed in a suit and he's got the cane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's there. It's a lot of good outfits. So we'll do one more question. What was that question? That one's kind of semi-covered. I'm just literally sitting down right now. I'm just handing that question. Oh, you are meant to be sat down. Oh, yeah, true, true. Was, what was the worst special effect? Um, there I don't was really not. Think there, there is. was not. So we'll grab the last proper this one. This is the last question. That wasn't the last question, but yeah. Doop, doop, would this work What's if it was animated? Yeah. Again, this is something. Basically, in the nineties, a lot of cart, a lot of films got made into cartoons. This is something I'm quite surprised never did because it's yeah. it's it would work as a cartoon. But I think if it was a cartoon, it could be more like dangerous. Like it could have actually like maybe I have an anvil, like do some more stupid, funny cartoon stuff. Yeah, I just think this surprise this didn't yeah. become a cartoon. I would make it a cartoon. If I was so. Yeah. Um. Let's flick this to now to our rating for everybody. Interesting to see how many people have ever watched this film. I'm going to go. Okay. I think more will have watched this than our last film, which we, we did was which was batteries not included. You you rate this film first because I did it for the last one, Dad. <laughs> Ow. I'm going to go a three. No, is it? I was going to go 3.75, but I think I'm just going to go 4. Same, that's what I was like. Um, 4. Because it proper did make me laugh. Same. Made me shock and made um, me not expect. Yeah. This is me. Whoa. I don't think you'd realise this was going to be as funny as it was. No, I did expect the child to be swearing in the first top. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Go on, what are you going to say? You didn't expect. I didn't expect like in the first couple of minutes a kid to be swearing. So that well, that's probably what made me like. I was literally laughing. I must admit, within the first five ten seconds, you started laughing. And I thought, oh, this is gonna. He's gonna like this. He's laughing now. Because um, I wasn't. This is one of. Sometimes I pick films. And I'm never quite sure. There's yeah. a couple of films that I'm thinking of, I want to do with you, but I'm not sure 
<laughs> if you'll even like them. Hit me one. Top Gun's one. What's that? Um, it's about fighter pilots. Ah. It's a very, like, 80s film. Um, it's a 15, but I think it's... I watched Suicide Squad, I should be fine. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't think it's as bad as Suicide Squad. In fact, the age isn't bad, I'm just not sure whether it'd be something you watch necessarily. Um, yeah, there's a few, but I'm never quite sure how you'd take them. Really, one film I definitely want to do with you is Team Wolf at some point. We can watch that tonight, maybe. Do you want? Maybe we can watch Harry. Harry and the Hanging. No, that's, that's still on the list. We've still got plenty on the list. How many have you got on the list? What? How, how many have you still got on the list? It's probably about 50 films. But then it's nice when we have a guest, like we've still got, a, I think maybe three guests lined up. Um, yeah. And now we've worked out one for your birthday month, uh, for our anniversary month. Yeah. Um, so we've got some guests still lined up and there's some other guests yeah. that we kind of want to reach out to. Um, this is me. But... Yeah, there's a lot of films, and guests often pick films that I'm not thought of. Which well, is always... If you guys want to be a guest, but make sure it's not it's not super violent or super not my age, I am almost 13. Yeah, we've had a few recommendations that aren't I'm necessarily appropriate. I'm 13, but when this probably comes out, I'll be 13. Yeah. Whoa, I'm getting older. Teenager. I'm not a teenager yet, don't push that off. Not, not that far yet, so I'm not got that mental. I'm still not... I've I'll have to change you the profile the picture of um our logo from you sat on a safe tv in bed moaning <laughs> I'm cheating, yeah. no i'm i might be i might be coming you alone i'm tired <laughs> i might be 40 i might be 13 but i still got the mental age of a 10 year old dad no you haven't i don't act like a teenager i'm not a teenager i don't act like i'm 42 okay. i forgot you're 42 no yeah you usually think i'm about 80. no i think you're about 50. <laughs> <laughs> can you, can you, can you, have you got your own place to live? No. I've got a. I don't know. I've got a mummy's home. <laughs> what? You're telling me you're like. How old do you think your mum is? 30 something. 30 what? 35. I'm not far off, so. How old is so she? So you're nice to her? No, I actually didn't know how. I thought you were about 50. <laughs> you thought she was about 50? Yeah, I thought you were about 50. So you think. But when me and your mum were together, there was 15 years between us. Oh, fuck, I didn't think of that. Okay, you're about 45 before, that's what I thought for now. <laughs> and you think your mum's about 35? Yeah. How old are you then? I told you I'm 42. Oh, you're, not, you're really old. Your mum's 36. So on that note of abusing me once Bye. again, I would like to say thanks very much for listening everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye now. Bye. Bye now. Bye. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> so long, are so glad you came. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. Remember, please discard all candy wrappers and popcorn containers in the nearest trash receptacle. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye now.